Clearshore presents How Investors Make Better Decisions The Investment Readiness Level by Steve Blank July 1, 2014 at steveblank.com Investors sitting through incubator or accelerator demo days have three metrics to judge fledgling startups. One, great-looking product demos. Two, compelling PowerPoint slides, and three, a world-class team. Other than, I'll know it when I see it, there's no formal way for an investor to assess project maturity or quantify risk. Other than measuring engineering progress, there's no standard language to communicate progress. What's been missing for everyone is, one, a common language for investors to communicate objectives to startups, Two, a language corporate innovation groups can use to communicate to business units in finance. And three, data that investors, accelerators, and incubators can use to inform selection. Teams can prove their competence and validate their ideas by showing investors evidence that there's a repeatable and scalable business model. While it doesn't eliminate great investor judgment, pattern recognition skills, and mentoring, we've developed an investment readiness level tool that fills in these missing pieces. While my previous posts about investment readiness level were theory, I was surprised when John Sellup, an early stage investor, approached me and said he was actually using the investment readiness level, IRL, in practice. Here's John's story. As selections committee chair for our Sacramento Angels Investor Group, I review applications from dozens of startup entrepreneurs looking for investment. I also mentor at our local university and guest lecture at a number of entrepreneurship courses on how to pitch to investors. So the task of helping students and entrepreneurs visualize the process of investor decision-making has often been a challenge. When I first read about the investment readiness level, IRL, on Steve's blog, I was excited by Steve's attempt to bridge the capital-efficient lean startup process for founders with the capital-raising process for funders. But the aha moment for me was the realization that I could apply the IRL framework to dramatically improve the guidance and mentorship I was providing to startup company founders. Prior to having the investment readiness level framework, this how-to-get-ready-for-an-investor discussion had been a soft conceptual discussion. The investment readiness level makes the stages of development for a business very tangible. Achieving company milestones associated with the next level of the investment readiness level framework is directly relevant to the capital raising process. I use the investment readiness level as part of my sessions to help the students understand that being ready for investments means that besides having a pretty PowerPoint, they need to do real work and show customer development progress. Since I began incorporating the Investment Readiness Level Framework, I've made three observations. The Investment Readiness Level, one, ties the lean methodology and capital efficiency directly to the capital raising process, closing the loop and tying these two processes together. Two, is prescriptive, offers founders a what you need to do next framework to reach a higher level of readiness. And three, 
enables better mentoring. The IRL provides a vocabulary and framework for shifting the conversation between investors and entrepreneurs from simply no to a much more helpful not yet, but here's what you can do. Tying fundraising to the lean startup. The premise of the lean startup is that a startup's initial vision is really just a series of untested hypotheses and that the customer development process is a systematic approach to getting out of the building and testing and validating each of these hypotheses to discover a repeatable, scalable business model. The investment readiness level adds to this methodology by tying each phase of this discovery process or hypothesis validation to milestones representing a startup's increasing readiness for investor support and capital investment. For investors, this is a big deal. I remind entrepreneurs that investors are implicitly seeking evidence of progress and milestones, but until the investment readiness level, never knew how to ask for it. Entrepreneurs should always communicate their business's very latest stage of customer development as part of their investor presentation. Given that a startup is continually learning weekly, the entrepreneur's investor presentation will evolve on a weekly basis as well, reflecting their latest progress. In our angel investor group, our applicant selections process ranks applicant companies relative to the other applicants. In the past, the ranking process relied on our selection committee members having an intuitive feel for whether a startup was worth considering for investment. As part of our screening process, I've embraced the investment readiness level framework as a more precise way to think through where applicant companies would rank. By the way, this does not mean the IRL framework has been embraced by the rest of our selections committee. Organizational adoption is a lot more complicated than an individual adopting a framework. I believe the IRL framework offers a more precise method to discuss and describe maturity and will likely become a more explicit part of our selections discussion in the year ahead. Investment readiness level is prescriptive. At first blush, the investment readiness level framework is a diagnostic tool. It can be used to gauge how far a business has progressed in its customer development process. A supposition is that startups that have validated hypotheses about key elements of their business have reduced the risk in launching their new business and are more ready for investment. But the IRL is more than a diagnostic. It enables a much richer investor-founder dialogue about exactly what milestones a startup has actually achieved and ties that discussion to the stages of the business's customer development and business development progress. In the same way that Osterwalder's business model canvas provides a common vocabulary and enables a rich discussion and understanding of exactly what comprises the business's design and business model, the IRL provides a common set of metrics and enables a rich discussion and understanding of just where the startup is in the maturity of its processes. This means the IRL is also a prescriptive tool. No matter where the startup is in its stage of development, the immediate next stage milestone, where the entrepreneurs should focus their attention next, is immediately clear. Although every business is unique and every business model emerges and evolves in its own unique way, 
the logical sequencing of incremental discovery and validation implicit in the IRL framework is very clear. No ambiguity. Clarity is good. Investment readiness level enables better mentoring. As you might imagine, our angel group receives application for funding from a wide, wide variety of businesses with highly variable quality of the businesses and their applications and highly variable levels of maturity of those businesses. Some of our applicants are not scalable high growth businesses and we tell them quickly if they don't fit our profile. Others have the potential to be scalable high growth businesses but simply aren't as compelling or as mature as better candidates in our funnel. During every selection cycle, as we refine our applicant funnel to select the entrepreneurs to present to our membership, I obviously have to say no to far more entrepreneurs than those to whom I can say yes. The investment readiness level adds a new dimension to those conversations, providing a vocabulary and framework for shifting the conversation from simply no to the much more helpful not yet, but here's what you can do. It has completely changed the nature of the conversations I have with applicants. The prescriptive nature of the IRL means that wherever a business is in its current state of development, the next step on the ladder is nearly always pretty obvious. Of course, there should always be a little latitude for the unique nature of each business, but the IRL framework is a good guidepost. So the here's what you can do recommendations are clear logical and situationally relevant to the entrepreneur's business. I would estimate that perhaps half the applicants we see have heard of and use some form of lean startup or customer development methodology. The idea of a minimum viable product is something that has entered the general vernacular, but I'm sure that not all of the businesses tossing the term around truly understand the lean startup teachings. So when I'm providing feedback to an entrepreneur applying to our group for funding, I leverage the IRL framework to guide the feedback that I give. I don't refer to the framework explicitly, but I provide feedback based on where I assess the company to be in their development and what steps they need to pursue to get another rung or two up the ladder. For example, I might say, the Sacramento Angels have decided that your firm isn't quite ready for us to consider for potential investment at this point. But if you were able to discuss your prototype with 50 to 100 potential customers and get their feedback, this might help you identify the specific segments that care most deeply about the advantages you're offering over the existing alternative. We'd like to stay in touch with you and hear more from you once you've identified your initial target segment and how you are going to reach and service them. I've almost universally found that the entrepreneurs I'm discussing these recommendations with are pleased to have the feedback, even if they're disappointed that we may not be funding them. For an entrepreneur, receiving guidance of, not now, but here's what you can do, is better than getting a flat, directionless no. For me, the ability to articulate the concept of maturity and investment readiness as a continuum is extremely helpful. Being able to articulate that an applicant's current stage of development along that continuum is not aligned with our group's investment goals, but that with further progress on their part, there may be alignment, this is a fundamentally superior message. The investment readiness level 
has given me the tools to engage in a consultative coaching and mentoring conversation that provides much more value to entrepreneurs, resulting in a much more enjoyable conversation for all involved. Lessons Learned Investment readiness ties capital raising to the capital-efficient lean startup methodology. The investment readiness level is prescriptive. The investment readiness level enables better mentoring. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time.